0: Our reading this day is from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sew. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What gain have the workers from their toil? We have seen the business that God has given to everyone to be busy with. He has made everything suitable for its time. Moreover, he has put a sense of the past and a future into their minds. They cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. The word of God. Thanks be to God. So I was just thinking about a week ago, we had stopped sharing the peace as we gathered for church here in Plymouth. And I commented about the multiple times that us as pastors would sanitize our hands before we touch communion bread. Four days later, we made the unprecedented decision not to meet in person for worship. So here I am preaching on Facebook Live for the very first time. The coffee pots are empty, the copiers are quiet. I was able to park in visitor parking this morning. I'm washing my hands like Dr. Oz instructs, going like this so we can make sure that we get our fingertips and the heel of our hands and finding the song that we need to sing in our minds so we wash for 20 seconds or more. The green germ emoji on my iPhone popped into my frequently used list, and the new term social distancing has found its way into every conversation. Worry is keeping small business owners up at night, along with healthcare workers, and any one of us whose life depends on an interacting community. What's next? In a breath, we are in scarcity mode, grabbing what boxes and bottles we can to make us feel a little more in control. These words from Ecclesiastes are thousands of years old. We go to them when we are pushed into a season we are not ready for. We hear them often at the time of death, searching for something to tell us that dying is an expected part of life but honestly it never feels like that rather we feel alone as individual circumstances uproot us and we find ourselves displaced in untilled soil we are not ready for a change in season everything looks and feels odd and uncomfortable of course we prefer what we have known. As much participation and freedom that we are given in this life, we are never the keepers of the seasons. This of course is frightening, living each day not knowing if it will be a day to be born or a day to die or if it's a season of embracing or like today to refrain from embracing. These ancient words don't give us answers, but they do speak into the mystery and the marvel of this life, and that somehow these interruptions and abrupt changes are matters of heaven. What is different today, though, is that we are not experiencing the changing of a season alone The man behind me in the checkout line at Target had the same thing on his mind as I did. All of you who are watching this live stream have something in common with each other. We may be isolated in our living, but we are not isolated in our experiencing. A shared story is being written these days A turning of seasons communally. So how does that change things for you? Knowing you are not alone in this abrupt shift. What are you called to contribute as this new story is being written by us all? The unspoken wonder in these timeless words is that there is a creative spirit breathing into these churning seasons. You see, there's no prescribed way to gather stones together, to, ser- to sew a tear or to speak or to build up. Creative, compassionate, and innovative abilities are within our shared hearts and minds. God entrusts us to help write this next chapter. We already have what we need. Clearly, we were not expecting to be here when we started this season of Lent just a few weeks ago. Our theme here at Mount Olivet has been taking stock, and I have to be honest, we created this even before Christmas. We thought we knew what we were doing. Instead of giving something up, we thought, let's wonder what we have already been given in our life's pantry. What is already here that's given to strengthen you and your neighbor? So how does what we are experiencing right now with this COVID-19 virus reframe for you, taking stock of your life? What do you already have that you can offer your neighbor or the world right now? These questions hit home more now than ever. I'm interested, really interested in what you have to say about this. Because if we really hear and trust these deep rooted words in Ecclesiastes, then we don't need to panic. To everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. What have you already been given to guide you now? What stone will you gather and offer to build up the pile? What do you have that you can offer someone else? What is it you will share with them? We are experiencing this season together. So what will we do in simple and grand acts? Whatever it is will make a difference in this new kind of time. What is so interesting about the cadence of the words of Ecclesiastes is that there's not a clear ending point. I think this is intentional. So we are invited to read again, to walk in faith, to continue the rhythm repeatedly, and to hear that we never stay in one place forever. These seasons are connected and held by a God who created us claims us, and embeds God's self into every season of this life. A God who speaks and teaches in flesh and blood that the greatest commandment is to love our neighbor and to know that we do not live this life alone. We are given to each other. God is with us in this season and the next. Amen.